Welcome back to another episode of The Foreign Object. I'm your host, The New Age Rudo. I'm here with my co-host, Walk with Geo on Twitter. Um, it feels like it's been a while for some reason. Um, did we like miss a week? No, I think last week we did it late. No, I think we, I think we did it a day late last week or the week before. Maybe. I don't know. I think because there's so much wrestling last week, cause it was Raw Smackdown, Hell in a Cell. And then, um, going into this week where it was just Raw and Smackdown. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Change the feeling of the week. So let's just jump right into it. Let's just, you know, what'd you think of Raw? It was okay. It was not, it wasn't that bad. It had its highs and it had its lows. Right. And yeah, yeah. when it had its highs, it, the highs were good. And when the lows were, they were pretty low. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I was yeah. going to say something messed up right now. What, what was Someone it? for sure had a low night. Liv Morgan. Oh <laughs> yeah. Liv um, Morgan. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Let's talk about that first. That's kind of yeah. So the subject right Liv now. Liv Morgan is is, I believe, out on injury. Right? She She's was concussed. Confirmed. Yeah, she received a, a concussion. concussion due to a kick in the face, um, from Brie Bella. Yeah, she was doing the yes kicks. The yes and kicks. I don't know. I, I've watched this. I've watched this so many times. Yeah, I've watched like, it so many times angles. to see what happened like what went wrong like because right. at first i i i was like okay maybe live maybe like dropped her head down too much and mm-hmm. then i was and then you brought up the idea yeah, that yeah, yeah. the kicks were too high but the, all right so she's going slow first of all but the second she starts speeding it up yeah like it was the time second, it was the a second timing to last issue. kick she hit it really high so it connected to live morgan's head which i think caused live to then drop her head for the next one and then that Bree one landed landed too. yeah on and, on top of the head really because then she lowered her kick from the last one yeah so but i think it was it was a mixture of two things the timing right was bad like she threw a kick when um live was, Liv still, was still selling yeah right. yeah she was still selling the kick before that but also uh brie wasn't really paying attention cuz she was like taunting the corner of Ruby Riot's team, the Riot right, Squad. The Riot Squad. They're called um, the Riot Squad. Yeah, sorry about that. But she, she was looking at them and like kind of like saying like, oh, this is, you guys are next, basically, right, right, type right, of thing. Right, right. Um, So she wasn't really paying attention to where those kicks were going to land. Right. Um, Especially the one, like I said, that just so happened to go a little higher than the rest of them. Yeah. And catch her directly in the face. I think if Liv was finished selling like and straightened out her body already it right, would have landed yeah. in the chest but yeah i think just watching it over and over again it was just bad timing yeah um one thing that kind of bothered me was that they didn't take lift back yeah um because she looked pretty hurt like for the oh yeah because yeah, yeah. even like after I mean, that whole situation i mean she so Brie obviously is kind of waiting for her to pop back up so she could get the last, you know, kick. Doesn't yeah. happen, so she just pins her. The pin or the kick out from Liv, to me, seems like, like she kind of just did it on instinct. Like, yeah, you know, you, they say that like cheesily during commentary, but that one, yeah, she kind of lazily 
just did it so the match could keep going. Yeah. And then she gets dragged by her neck. Yeah, which was terrible. Oh, my God. Because you don't really know what type of injury. Right. Yeah. When you're in that moment, you don't know what the injury is. And then to just yeah drag someone by their neck not knowing right. what the injury is. Um, and, and then Liv couldn't even get to yeah, the she, corner on she, her own. Like, you kind of see where she tried to. Yeah. But... And you even hear, I don't know if when you're watching it on television, if you could hear like clearly, but mm-hmm. I was using earphones and you could hear Bree say, oh, she needs help, like to the corner and to the uh-huh. ref, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, you kind of hear her say that, right. and which means like the ref kind of should have, you know, like kind of not ended the match, but Pushed. put it at a hold real yeah, quick yeah, yeah, to yeah, see yeah, what yeah. was going on. And... um. I think the ref also like really messed up during this. Yeah. Because I mean, it's clear that she needs help and she didn't get help until close to the end of the match when she was yeah. the doctors were there by her. So she goes out of the ring and I mean, props to the riot squad. They're obviously are really close in real life cuz you can see the look on, of worry on their faces. Yeah, yeah. And um Logan, Sarah Logan, carries her off the ring apron mm-hmm. to see if she's okay. Later on, Liv Morgan gets back on the ring apron. She does not seem okay. Was um, that before or after that, like, uh, six-person uh, suplex? That was before. Okay. She does not look okay. Um, usually, she has a lot of facial expression in her character. Yeah. None at all. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, imagine why. She's concussed in this moment. Yeah, she's probably like, um, like, in a state of like, I don't know how, I've never been concussed. Right. So maybe like in a state of like, fogginess. Like maybe. of like not maybe. really knowing yeah. what's going on. Um, And then she gets in there and they still do that like, six person suplex spot, which I yeah. think should never have happened. The referee also messed up here because he didn't call for help. He didn't restrain her from getting in the ring. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of go to commercial and we get back to commercial. Michael Cole tells us that she's backstage. Uh, yeah. And not even a minute later, we see her in the corner with two doctors. Yeah. In the like timekeeper, er- not in the not timekeeper even area, but like it. right yeah, yeah, yeah. outside two of it. Two feet away from the ring. Really? Yeah. Um, he says it again later in the match, like towards the end. Mm-hmm. And then they pan to a shot of the riot squad running to see if she's okay. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think part of every, why like overall it was just a whole big, um, production flaw. Yeah. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. And maybe Michael Cole, you know, maybe it's not on Michael Cole's fault. Maybe well, no, no, no. To Michael Cole, maybe he thought they took her, yeah, that, out yeah, of ringside probably. through the ring, like the timekeeper area, and they left. Maybe he thought that because they were on commercial break when it happened, so maybe yeah, they didn't show it on his monitor or whatever. Um, yeah, probably. Or my thought was that they told Michael Cole to say that, which is like I don't understand if, all right, if that's the case where they told him to say that, mm-hmm. why didn't they just do it? Right. 
I mean, it doesn't make a difference to what's going on in the match if they actually did take her backstage, right? So, right. I mean, yeah, there was just a lot of flaws. And I think part of it is because it doesn't happen that often, um, which is yeah, a no, good and thing. And especially on TV. Yeah, which is a good thing. Yeah. And I think it's it's definitely harder to, like, cover that up on TV, like, the fact you're at a live event and someone gets hurt, you just stop the match. Like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're only it's in front like of a few. rare cases that they'll keep yeah. the match going. You're in a few, there's a few thousand people there, right? And when you're on television and there's millions of people watching, you don't want to uh, sacrifice a time, like a, an amount of time that you have planned. Right, right yeah, yeah. Because it's going to be difficult yeah, to yeah, fill that to, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a game plan. So, yeah. Right. Um... But yeah. it's not like we haven't seen that happen before, you know? But, but uh, I don't and know. when you're in a six-man tag match, if one person gets hurt... You don't have to end the match. No, There's... no, that's on everybody else to rewrite it in the ring. Yeah. Like, if that person's involvement in the match is that important, yeah. just work around it. It seemed like they weren't willing to do that with a six-man or six person suplex spot yeah well i mean it doesn't make a difference if that sixth person isn't there right um it's a five person suplex and it yeah. does the same effect right so um but it also could have been you know live having that fighter uh, right, mentality yeah. and her saying like hey i'm fine i could probably keep going and then after that i mean that's a bump to have to take and then that's when she probably noticed oh wait no like, yeah, something nothing's not okay. Yeah, so I mean there's so many factors that was involved in that situation from the fact that Brie Bella's rusty in the ring, the fact that you know, maybe you can say Liv was selling the kicks a little odd to the referee should have called medical attention immediately to Yeah, you know, all that. So Yeah, it was just a mess. Yeah. Um and that was only like, what the second? That segment was, of the uh, night? yeah, that was segment? the first match of yeah. the night. That's yeah. Or was it? I don't remember. Um, the women's division's not looking too good right now. A lot of injuries on on uh Raw mainly though. We have Liv now Liv injured. Now. Alex- Alexa's Alexa out. Sasha's out. Not yeah. too good. Not too good. Yeah, uh, hopefully there's no injuries uh, going forward. Yeah, and this is all leading up to Evolution, which is in October. Yeah. October? Um, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. So. Hopefully everything you know, is. Yeah. Goes well in the ne- next uh, next month. Right. Um, as always with all these superstars, you never want to see anyone get injured or anything like that. Absolutely um, not. One thing that we, speaking of, like, injuries and stuff, like, mm-hmm. a thought that has been lingering in my mind lately, um, and we didn't get to talk about it last week, is Rey Mysterio signed a two-year yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. deal with the WWE, and part of, I mean, <laughs> alright, I didn't transition this perfect, because there's so much news we missed out last week, right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Hardy... Right. Officially retired. 
is what yes, we're hearing due is to what injury. We're hearing due to injury, due to his body just. I mean, not being able to handle it anymore, really. Yeah, and so it's this thought in my head that's been lingering about these guys that are older and have mm-hmm. been working the indies. You know, I feel like the indie um, working the indies isn't so much a toll on your body as much as working for WWE because right. when you're in WWE, you're touring, doing live events every day. How many days out of the week do they wrestle? Um, They probably wrestle five days out of the week. On a normal touring schedule, overseas, seven days a week. Yeah. So More than that, because they go from Raw, SmackDown, every, and then everywhere, and then yeah, immediately the back to Raw. The schedule is crazy. Smackdown. It's like uh, the WWE is the only um, sport mm-hmm. or like touring performers. Right. Or... Anything I can't like. There's nothing else that does no, that no, much no. work there's in no a year. Off like no, for yeah, them. yeah, no, like they don't have to go back to the studio and work on an album and then go touring. Right. Like there's no breaks for them. Right. So when you take someone like Matt Hardy, that's mm-hmm. in his, uh, I wouldn't say he's old, but he's older for a wrestler. He's you know? old, um, considering the fact that he had his first WWE match when he was 18 years old. Yeah, exactly. So, so. I mean, he come he he was working the indies where I'm pretty sure he was much more comfortable uh-huh, um, right. working. It it didn't take a toll with all the traveling mm-hmm. every single day right. and having to work every single day. So that brings up the conversation about why I'm kind of um why why I'm kind of uncomfortable with the fact that Rey Mysterio is gonna be back in the WWE for two years. Okay. Because he does have um, a history of injuries. Yeah. Um, and it seems and like... he's not the youngest. I mean... Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean... He started when he was he is young. 16. He started when he was 16, yeah. So, I mean, he's been in... He's been wrestling longer than, in his life than he hasn't been wrestling. Yeah. Um, wow, that's a which crazy is way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure he's tripled his, his time... You know the amount of time wrestling versus not wrestling. You know what I mean. You know. Oh, like say? he's he's making it. He's stretching out the time by working the indies because he's not. Or what do you mean? Uh, no, that like the amount of time. Oh, okay. Spent it's not wrestling like, is okay. tripled to yeah, what probably. time he hasn't spent wrestling. Yeah. Um, and I think he hasn't been injured in a long time, and I think that does, um is because of the fact that he's not working with WWE. Yeah. Because, I mean, he, he did have that slight bicep tear. Right, right, right. right. But that's just but something it was quick. Like, yeah. Un- yeah, yeah, yeah. His recovery, recovery was super quick. Um, and I think for people like Rey Mysterio and even Matt Hardy, they're such a big name. Yeah. That you don't have to work so much in the indies. You know, you kind of work when and where yeah. you want to. Yeah. Um, And it doesn't put a, cause there's, you know, I'm sure there's people who'll be like, "Oh, this this wrestler works uh, ten days in a row on the indies." And yeah, like wrestler, the Young Bucks. Yeah, and... but they don't have that, you know, yeah, name young. that yeah, the Rey Mysterio, has, <laughs> um, where you kind of can pick and choose, like yeah, um, winning where you work. And also, I mean, not only Matt Hardy but Jeff Hardy, like yeah, right after coming back, he 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 had got injured, injury. right? So, I mean. I feel like 
what they need to do when they bring these guys back that are in their older years of wrestling or mm-hmm. I, I don't I hate calling them old because they're not old right they aren't but for the sport they're old yeah or, you know right um man I feel like they need to kind of separate them from the rest of the superstars maybe like only have them but you see there's but then that's, it's difficult because yeah, then yeah. when you go to a live event, you're like, "What the hell? Yeah, I, wanted I, I wanted to see, to see this Mysterio person. Or, I wanted to see, I wanted to see the yeah. Hardys." So it puts them in a weird situation. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. Uh, I've been thinking about this for a while. Um, their live event attendance isn't that great, unless you're in like a big city like Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia. Hmm. Chicago, your live your live event attendance is gonna be great. Um, I mean, they run live shows five days out of the week, probably, right? So I think they they just need. To, I think WWE would benefit from lessening the number of live events they have. Yeah, probably. Um, because if you think about it, they're probably back in the day. You know. You don't live in one of these big territory cities. So when a wrestling promotion comes into your town, you're like, holy shit, we gotta this go. isn't going to happen for another like two years, yeah. three years. Let's go. Nowadays, I feel like... Well, I think that's definitely a factor because yeah. even between us, we're like, oh, when's the next time they're coming? And right. it's probably every like four months that they come yeah, yeah, to, to LA. LA and it's like... We miss out on it because we know they're going to come yeah, back well, yeah. soon. Just put it in perspective, um, they're coming back here November for Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. They just ran a show in Bakersfield, what, like two months ago? Uh, the SmackDown show? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's not that big of a... You yeah, know, and we're kind of like league. in the middle of yeah. both those places, like LA and Bakersfield, um, so we could choose which... Yeah, know. and I feel like a lot of people probably realistically think oh they're in town that's cool but uh i probably won't go around this time because you know they'll be back uh, yeah in a few months anyways yeah so i see that and, and that's why i think they don't have that big of an attendance at these non-televised shows yeah i can see that um, so i think that, i think if they kind of stepped back on the amount of live events they did uh-huh. it would probably benefit them their talent their talent and then in their attendance, because that's true. Now you don't know when the next time they're gonna come to town is. Yeah. Um, Unless yeah. you live in Vegas, then you gotta wait every two years until WWE shows up. <laughs> <laughs> they do not like going. To, well, they used to not like going. I mean, to Vegas. let's be honest. Vegas. I mean, from the time, the one time I've gone to a right event out there, um, crowd sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, they have a so better chance going go out there. to like Iowa to get a Seth Rollins. <laughs> well, yeah, pop real yeah, quick. you get the I mean, hometown Seth Rollins. Pop, what did we so. get? Like Ryback? Like that's cool. I mean, Ryback wasn't even signed when we went. Yeah, but I'm saying like, like right. I someone mean, from Vegas, Rico. Ah. Oh, he's from Reno, though. I think. No, yeah, he's from think, Vegas. No, he's from Reno, I believe. He is. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. Um. Hopefully. We get no injuries out of Rey Mysterio. Yeah. I mean, he's had surgery in his, what is it, his right knee? Like 20 times? 100 times. Um, 
But yeah, moving on from this. Uh, let's talk about Raw, the opening segment. All right. Of, uh, wait, what was the opening? The Shield came the out. The Shield came out. Oh well, I mean, it started with like Baron Corbin and like Stephanie's birthday and whatnot. Right. Yeah. But which was who cares? Um, the Shield came out, and so did the. Uh, the dogs, the dogs of, of war. war. Why is that so tough to like remember? I keep wanting to say war dogs. Yeah, that could work too, probably. But um, no, it's the dogs of war. Okay, so the dogs the of, of war justice. come out and they kind of like have a back and forth about like, oh, all right. So the dogs of war do this thing where they try to convince Dean to like mm-hmm. join them because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, they're using you, and you can kind of see that it's getting to the lunatic fringe. I mean, yeah. Um, I'm sure a mind like that is pretty easy to corrupt. Yeah. But I like this. Like, they continued to do this throughout the night. Yeah. I think it, um, I think it was a direct shot at the people who are like, all right, Dean's going to turn on them for this reason and this reason and this reason. And yeah. It's going to happen soon. You just watch. Um, I mean, I was one of those people. And even if it but... does happen, they're kind of, you know, taking a jab straight at those people who yeah. are just so impatient. No, yeah, but what I like about them doing it on this episode, it episode that sounds weird. What I don't know. <laughs> so they, it almost felt like they created a side story to the feud they're in right now. Right. And throughout the night, they kind of like they had um, uh, Dolph Ziggler went to Dean. Right first, yeah, they yeah. talked to him about it, and you know you could see that Dean Ambrose was kind of triggered by it. Um, mm-hmm. Seth goes to Drew McIntyre to pretty much say like everything you guys are saying that we're using Dean for is exactly what Dolph Ziggler is using you for. Uh huh. And and it gets to Drew McIntyre a little bit. Yeah. Where Dolph walks up, he's like, "What's what's that all about?" He's like. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I liked that. That was but my then, Scottish accent. But then um, he goes to Dean and Drew McIntyre goes to Dean and asks, like, why Seth went. And, Why'd you, you know, go snitching around on me? Yeah. <laughs> basically. Um, and that was, like, throughout the night. Mm-hmm. And then we get the payoff of a great shield match mm-hmm. against... Um, the authors of pain, and and uh, um, acting general manager, Brandon acting Corbin. general manager, yeah. Which was a great match, and you know what's crazy is like I've been thinking like AOP versus uh, the Shield would be amazing, mm-hmm. but when I was like, oh, who the hell is Baron Corbin's partner is going to be? I didn't even think about them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only people I thought about. I thought maybe like two jobbers. Honestly, like, too, like... Like, he just can't get anyone else to help him out. Yeah. Or, like, they're trying to... I don't know. But this, it was just a great match. Right. Where... You know, those parts of the match... More towards the end, where when um, Roman and Seth were kind of down. Mm-hmm. And Dean was, like, controlling the match. Uh-huh. I like how they did that because it made it... And especially with commentary, Corey Graves is genius. 
saying, you see, he can't even have his brothers in his corner. Right, 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 right. When clearly, like, and even I believed it, like, oh, my gosh, they're so right. <laughs> Those aren't good people for, you know. What a bunch of brothers they are. <laughs> yeah, like, you should have sent them a text when you had a, an infection or whatever it was, you know. Uh, and now you're not in his corner. Oh my so, God. I mean, not not realizing that a full match is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But um, I think part of that is just amazing that they could do stuff like that. Just manipulate the watcher's mind, I mean. Right. Um, and once again, Dean killed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, all right, so back to what I was saying about the reason why I like they, that they did this, like, whole, like, side story type thing, mm-hmm. is because when the, when the match ended, they had, like, a shot of Dean kind of in between. So, like, Seth and Roman are in the ring. Right. Um, the War Dogs guys <laughs> are, like, on the ramp waiting for Dean to pick a side and... Then we just get the happy ever after moment, and the, he picks yeah. the shield. Uh-huh. We didn't have to wait till next week. Yeah, that's a, something I really liked about this. Uh, the, the story started and ended, ended yeah, in, one in a single episode, unlike on SmackDown, right? Where we don't know if Samoa Joe actually went into <laughs> Wendy's, Wendy's house. house, the Styles home, the um, Styles residence. But yeah, this whole Shield War Dogs thing is. Uh, yeah, um, there is something I don't like about it. I don't like that every single men's championship is involved in this. Oh, I didn't really notice that. I I would have I would like if I think I would have prefer I would prefer if the IC title wasn't in it at all, because then it makes it feel like most of the other stories are insignificant. Yes, we know, that is we, true. We know none of the other stories are going to lead to any of these titles anytime soon yeah. because all the guys involved are, you know. That is true, and that's something I didn't think about. Maybe that's why this story feels so grand. Yeah, because all the titles are involved. That's kind of why, like, the Gable Rude Ascension story oh, to yeah. me is like, this uh, doesn't no, matter. I don't even watch to me. it. I skip it. I don't know what's Yeah, going me on. neither. It doesn't matter, though, because we know. That Drew and Dolph have the tag titles, and they're currently feuding with Dean and Seth. So yeah. it doesn't even matter. Yeah, that is very true. Um, but, speaking of the tag titles, ooh, that tag team championship match was pretty great. Of course, because you've got the greatest tag team in the modern day. In the, oh, the revival. FTR. Well, I like them, the revival. you're kind of pushing it. I'm not pushing it at all. No, you're definitely pushing it with that. No. But I like them. Because of the greatest tag team of all time. Talk about some <laughs> chops, though. They were throwing them chops pretty... You're talking about the wrestling move or the... The, the, <laughs> the back, beard? The beard. <laughs> no, I'm talking Facial about the, the, like, slapping the chi- someone oh, in yeah, the yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe it was... Uh, Scott Dawson, the first person to chop... Not on Earth, but in the match. And, <laughs> Ever. He invented that. And when that happened, it was just... You knew it was it was going to be something amazing for the rest of the match. Yeah. He also did, like, a spinning heel kick. To, or was that... Um, 
It might have been Dash Wilder. I don't remember. One of them is Spinny Hill It's because you don't know which one's which. No, I do know which one's which. I just can't remember right okay, now. Okay, which who, one's um, Scott Dawson? Scott Dawson is the one with the just the handlebar. Okay. I just learned that this week. So, <laughs> Well. Uh, I was uh, like, if I'm going to be a fan of these guys, I got to know who's yeah. who. <laughs> I'm a real revival fan, so I've known I'm them I'm a reviving forever. revival Oh, okay. A restarting revival fan. Well, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that. I in think there. the last few matches for them have been rejuvenating towards their progress <laughs> as a tag team. Um, great match! They get a rematch reinstated. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't have any more. <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, God. So yeah. Oh, what else? Oh, let's talk about. The um, modern day uh, Jimmy Hart. Uh, I thought you were going to say the modern day Maharasha. No. Modern day Jimmy Hart, Leo Rush, somehow yes. got... Well, actually, all right, maybe this isn't fair because it was his hometown. But at first I didn't know that. But he somehow got the fans to start cheering Bobby Lashley. And I was like, what the heck? That's crazy. But then they revealed that he's a hometown boy. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe... Um, We'll have to wait until next week to see if that's real. Yeah, the hometown thing is, like, a real thing. Oh, yeah. The hometown advantage, like... That's a real thing. Yeah. You would think in wrestling it doesn't, you know... um, Oh, yeah. ...really matter, but it does. Yeah. It really does. Like, if I think if I was from Colorado, I wouldn't care about Bobby Lashley, let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean... But that's when that's all you got. You're a man without a hometown, though, so you can't relate. I don't think. I think if I were at a show, I'm literally from parts unknown. Yeah, I think if I were at if I were at a show in Vegas, you'd pop. I don't. I would pop pop for the right back. For the right back, I'd pop for the right back. What a sellout! Um, just because that's just how it is. It's a hometown boy. You're in your hometown, um, surrounded by people from your hometown, living in your hometown. You just got to. You really are a sellout. And speaking of sellouts, let's talk about Triple H. <laughs> no, look, wow. no, I'm not wow, calling wow, him wow, a sellout. Wow. Okay. That is my okay. favorite wrestler of all yeah, time, yeah, yeah. so no disrespect. You would be selling out if you called him a sellout. Yeah, but the reason I say this is because um, Charlie Caruso. Was that Charlie Caruso? Yes. Wow, what a beautiful woman. <laughs> um, she like looked different with her like hair. Um, I believe it was like tied. So, what attention to detail? Yeah, I mean, you, it's <laughs> a must. What scent was? Wait she till wearing? we talk about Carmella. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, all right. So she goes out before Triple H and Stephanie leave the building and ask about mm-hmm. the things that were said by the Undertaker last week, and there was a specific line that stood yeah. out to me. Yeah, yeah, and it was something about what Undertaker said about taking his soul, or he had no soul. Triple H has no soul. No, that he was going to take Triple H's soul. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And Triple H goes on to say, speaking of my soul, I sold that a long time ago. Yeah. The tone he said it as well. Yeah. That was just... That was amazing. Um. <laughs> wow. Vince <laughs> yeah. McMahon actually owns Triple H's soul. Is yeah. The about and that. it's... And it's it's in a box in his office, like on the desk. Yeah, so next to that dinosaur. Here lies Triple H's soul. Next to that dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the dinosaur head. Thing. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, what a guy. Yeah. What's... And he said that right after uh, Connor's cure segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a what a poor um, layout of of those actions and. Yeah, definitely. And but I mean, that. man, that's a line. Like, yeah, he, that he like. I mean, he actually like. If you put it into perspective, and you're like, he really sold out. Like he's working um, in the office and ha- wears a suit on a daily. And I mean, you can say he sold out. I'll say he bought in. Okay, I mean, because barely. Oh come on, he owns NXT. a lot of stock for the company, oh. so he literally bought in. <laughs> okay. Do you yeah, know? I mean, right, hold on, okay, I gotta get that much up. Did you know together? <laughs> <laughs> it just popped in my head. I can't let it go. Did you know together Triple H, Stephanie, and Shane don't own they own less of the company than Vince McMahon. That's how much them the combined. Com- them combined. That's how much Vince McMahon owns of the company's stock. Wow. Yeah. Just had to put that out there. <laughs> so those are the only four people that are buying stock then. I no, 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 no. There's also like Who other... else is out there buying WWE stocks though. A bunch of marks who think they'll get money from it. Damn. A bunch of marks who just want to tell you that they own WWE stock. Do you think it went up after the Fox deal? It did. Wow. That would yeah. have been a nice uh payout. Oh, never mind. No, I don't wanna get into that. <laughs> okay. I don't wanna get into losing money. Yeah, well, I think you lose money as soon as you buy WWE stock. Um, or merch. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. 100%. Um, yeah. Uh, what else is there to talk about? Um, I don't know, but, uh, during the, the Jinder Mahal Finn Balor match, I was so confused why, um, <laughs> why Alicia and Bailey were ringside the whole match until the end when I realized the Mixed Max challenge was going on. Yeah. And they are partners. Yeah, so. but uh, the whole time I was confused, very confused. I skipped that match. Me too. So. I didn't skip it. I just let it play while I did, like paid attention to other things. Hmm. Well, I didn't watch SmackDown. I know you right. didn't watch SmackDown. You watched um, like, watched the highlights. Cl- the highlights of it. Um, Let's talk about the Milwaukee incident. Milwaukee, like Milwaukee. the beer company, no, or something, or no, that's... <laughs> like the state. Milwaukee. Oh no, it's a city. It's a city. Definitely Milwaukee. like a tool company. They make tools, like you know, hmm. like Aiden English, who. Um, oh yeah, Milwaukee. What happened in Milwaukee? <laughs> who uh, threatened to uh, leak the Milwaukee incident regarding Lana? Yeah, I mean. Um, and supposedly he said he has video footage. I'm thinking maybe SmackDown with the personal storylines. I mean. I thinking maybe Enzo was there. Oh no! <laughs> no, <laughs> my bad. Oh no! I mean, but they did that little storyline where they tried yeah. to get Enzo, and yeah, it um, all just looks bad now. That was years ago, though. At this point, that's in Milwaukee. At this point, this is main, that's ancient history. If it's in Milwaukee, Rusev would just be. I I was there. I beat him up. I already know about this, Aiden. He's just like, oh damn it. Maybe Aiden doesn't know. Yeah, he's he was he's new to that information. <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, I mean, this is. I don't know. 
Well, speaking of new things, Carmela has a new hairdo. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's like a mixture between like red and brown. Red and brown. Yep, I love it. Yeah, that, like I said, I like that she did it though because there are way too many blondes in the WWE on SmackDown. You got Charlotte and uh, Lana and Maurice and um, that's all I can name. <laughs> Is Carmella like a real blonde? No, I don't think so. I don't think anybody could naturally be that blonde. Except for Ric Flair. Woo! Except for Ric Flair. Woo! Oh, that was ugly. Woo! Gotta do it a little farther. <laughs> you gotta apologize Mike. to the foreigners I apologize. About that uh, to the what? The foreigners. That's our fans. The foreigners. Because <clears throat> this is the foreign object. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know even what to say to that <laughs> other than let's move on. Yeah. I don't know what, um, I mean, I'm still trying to figure out about the Milwaukee thing, but let me right. ask you, um, Aiden English, will he okay. get over as a heel? Like, is he going to be the heel we want or like the heel that like nobody cares about? Like, um, like I think like in- the Ascension, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I think in this storyline with Rusev, um, he will be a good heel. After that, no. I started to like the guy, like with the Rusev Rusev Day Day? stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I'm hoping that. I mean, I start to hate him as a heel, like he's doing his job right. Right, right, right. right. Um, I mean, I've always kind of thought he was amazing in the ring. He's good on the mic. I mean, but I don't know. Listen to his voice. Yeah, the man has a great voice. Yeah, a beautiful voice. Some may say. Some might say the best voice in all of WWE, only second to Elias. I mean, Elias could play guitar better than he plays. Uh, I mean, not plays, but sings. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but, so many personal storylines on SmackDown. Yeah, we got that. We so got many. the Samoa Joe thing the going Samoa on Joe still, thing. which is like... Which really fired up on SmackDown. Yeah, but I think they're going too fast with that story. Um, when, I mean, when's Super Showdown? Next two weeks? I don't know. Let me look it up. Yeah, I said why two are we signing contracts week. so early? Well, I mean, the contract didn't get signed. Yeah, it didn't get Joe wasn't signed. there, but... Um, hold on. Let me check when this is might be is uh, October 6th. Okay. So we've got like two weeks. Um we got a a week and a half. Okay. It's next Saturday. Next Saturday. It's on a Saturday. It's on a Saturday. Morning, daytime. Well, for us it'll be morning time, I think, cuz it's in um I don't know. I don't know the time difference between here and Australia. Oh yeah, that one's the one in Australia. Yeah. Okay. Not that's not you're thinking of Crown Jewel. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I don't know what time this one's going to be at. Hopefully during the day. That'd be right. cool. Drink a lot of beer in the morning. Oh, that's not okay. Before Steve breakfast. Steve Austin, please. Speaking of Steve Austin, do you think Becky Lynch will be <laughs> the Stone Cold Steve Austin of this generation? Um, uh, uh no. Did no. did Becky Lynch and Charlotte have anything? No, for week? whatever reason, uh, Becky Lynch was just like, 
found Lana backstage and was like, I want to match with you because I do whatever I want and then just beat her in a match. Hmm. Seems interesting. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Little Stone random. Cold would never do that. No, Stone Cold um, would instead just go out and beat up Charlotte. I'm waiting for I mean, a... not Charlotte, but <laughs> whoever he's feuding <laughs> with. I'm, I'm hoping for a double turn there, to be honest. I think it makes sense. I think they should have done it when she retained. Retained? You mean? Oh, when, when uh, Becky Lynch retained. Yeah. Yeah. Should have lifted her hand. Or when she won it, maybe. Did she win it or did she retain? I don't remember. No, she won How long won has it. she been championed for? Uh, I think she won it. All right, so then when she Charlotte. won it, I think there should have been a double turn. Yeah, that was the been last amazing. time we've had a double turn. I don't know. I have no idea when the last double turn was. Hmm. A meaningful one. At right. That. I don't know. Who knows? If anyone know. out there is listening, Alvin Alpha, the is uh, it confirmed that he listens to us? I mean, he's only ever sent me a Snapchat once where he's listening to us in the car on Bluetooth? Spotify. Bluetooth? No, in his home. Bluetooth while uh, vacuuming. Anything? What is that supposed to mean? Of that sort. I mean, that means like he's doing regular daily people things no i mean he and just listening sent me a, to the podcast no, he just sent me a photo of his computer with our podcast open on spotify okay listening to the podcast well if you know any time that a if you know alvin the, alpha if you're listening we know you have the memory of an elephant and he's definitely i i don't know anyone with i mean i was gonna say with more wrestling knowledge than him but I'm going to say maybe like anyone from of his age with uh, wrestling okay. knowledge. Yeah, because he's like 12. Um, <laughs> so if you know when the last meaningful double turn happened, let us know. Yeah. I mean, unless it involves CM Punk. <laughs> unless it involves CM Punk. I think it does. No. I think he just turned. Yo. I mean, when hasn't he? Don't tell us anything about CM Punk ever. But the last meaningful double turn, please. Yeah, I mean... Becky Lynch Charlotte would be a really good double turn. Yeah. Because I feel like the fans, the fans cheer Charlotte, but I feel like they want to boo her. Yeah. And I think, I th- but I think we need a different type of uh, baby face. Um, Becky? Becky. Uh, <sighs> like a rebel. Like, oh, okay. like I'm still going to beat your ass and talk shit <laughs> to you. Stone cold, basically. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that could work, yeah. Yeah, I think it could. She needs to sway away, like, go away from... Like, she has to have, like, a Sasha Banks attitude. Yeah, but... Just don't... Or Lita attitude. Don't be so mean. Okay. Yeah, Sasha Banks I think is Sasha mean. Banks is real-life mean. No, I don't think she's real-life mean. I think she's real-life real with herself. And oh. with everyone around her. She's the legit boss. She's the legit That's boss, legit. yeah. It's boss time. It, Every time. It's boss time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I'm so sad that Michael Cole's not going to be able to say that for a while until she's recovered. Oh, but you know how loud he's going to say it when she returns? It's boss time. It's going to be amazing. He's going to be like, I missed saying that. I think, I think just, only Byron I think he's gonna says say stuff it, like yeah. that. I missed that. I think he's going to say it and Corey Graves is going to say something like, I didn't miss you saying that or something. 
Yeah, that would. Either yeah, way. I I think this podcast is over. We haven't even talked about the most personal thing that happened on SmackDown yet. Oh, uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe showing up to the Styles residence. Yeah, that was savage. Cutting a great promo. It was savage. Savage. Sa- that's the only time a promo on your cell phone makes sense. Yeah, because you're because not going to take a whole production team exactly, to somebody's house. Exactly. That's the only time that makes sense. And he goes on the steps. Somehow he's out of breath while sitting on the steps. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't Uber to the Styles residence, that's for sure. I mean, no, you're going to spit. I don't know. You're like, you're going to need the car in the morning. Right. You're not going to call it Uber in the morning. And be I like, mean, you could. It gets pricey. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then he shows up to the Styles residence, sits on that front porch. He gets Styles. You can tell it's like pre recorded also because he's not really directly responding, responding to, what to AJ. anything AJ's saying. He's got AJ's the, just freaking out. He's like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Don't sit on my steps. Don't touch my white picket fence. I'm, I'm Southern. We all have white picket fences. Do you think that was really AJ's house? Or? No. No. No, 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 no. Just some random house in Colorado? There's no way AJ Styles has a mailbox that says Styles on it. There's no way anybody has mailboxes like that anymore. Okay. With well, their I mean, last name on it. Especially not your gimmick last name. No, and you're I right. I also don't think... You're right. I don't know. Not AJ's house, though. Definitely just a random home in Colorado. Um, And then he goes and he rings the doorbell. Yep. And it kind of ends there. And it's like, holy shit, this guy's a psychopath. We're sociopath. Yeah. I don't know the I difference. I don't know the difference either. Me either. He's Samoa he, Joe. He's Senior Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that stuff is getting crazy. Yeah. He's Real a savage. Personal. He's um, a savage. Yeah. Just what you wanted, man. Yeah, it is. The personal storylines. And then I said, like, oh, he's going to come out with Wendy and his daughter. This isn't too far off. I think that's more. this is more personal than, you know. Coming out with, with the Styles family. What do you mean? Like, like I, when I said that he was gonna make his entrance with them, oh, you're like, oh, that's too far. I think oh, this no, is yeah. even farther than that. It, yeah, he showed up to the house. Yeah, and like, rang the doorbell at least. Very, he's a gentleman though. What do you think happened after that? I don't want to know. I don't want to think about that. She just freaks out and calls the cops, and then like, there's a giant Samoan in my front yard. Oh. We all, know how, we, all, we all know how that's going to go down. Restraining order on a pole match. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Vince Russo's mind just exploded. At the, yeah. Anytime anyone mentions Anything on, on a, a pole, pole match, Vince yeah. Russo naturally just his life expectancy increases. Damn. Yeah. I'm, I promise to never <laughs> mention a pole match ever again. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Well, now I think this podcast is over. Yeah, it's over over now. And not over with the fans. Not over with the fans at all. Like it's done. It's finished. Yeah, no. Braun would like to differ. Like Yeah, he's not finished. He's not finished with ever. us. But, <laughs> <laughs> but this is Yeah. Um how do you think How do you think we should end this? Um, 
I almost forgot how to end our podcast. Never mind. That was a dumb question. Well, yeah, you just kind of click the button. You, you no, do no, your, you, you kind do of your like, little, hey, yeah. all right, well, Twitter, and then you click yeah. the button okay. to stop recording. <laughs> That's how you do it. Just in case. Well, you're anyways, wondering. for those of you that made it this far, thank you for listening. And once again, like always, follow us on Twitter at New Age Rulo, at Walk with Geo. Um, and uh, plug your YouTube. Once again, I there's I my my YouTube channel name is literally Geo. There's nothing else. <laughs> if you want to search through all find, the people in the yeah, world that are, you can do that, or you can go to my Twitter at Walk with Geo. Yes, and just scroll down a little, and you'll see a YouTube link that's okay. to my YouTube channel. I made a video last week talking about how 2K19 would be garbage. Everybody's now in love with the game. With all the footage that came out. Okay. Um, so I really need your guys' support. <laughs> Go over to that <laughs> Did you video. change your mind about that? Or? I'm still not buying it. Okay. Because I don't believe it. Okay. But go ahead and go over to my channel, to my video, my thoughts on WWE 2K19. And comment down, com- comment on it, please. I need, okay. I need that. Well, thank you guys for listening. And, uh, yeah. How do you think Kevin Hart did this week on Raw? Oh, amazing. Best segment of the night.